Hello and welcome to the Volunteer for a Better podcast. Uh, yeah, no, we're that. straight into it. Uh, my name is Ash, and I'm joined by two of my firefighting super <laughs> like friends. Super friends. <laughs> yeah, three in the morning, uh, super swinging sounds. Uh, oh, really? DJ, you sound like. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> Clearly, we have Scott. Hey there. And we have Todd. Hello. So, tonight, uh, our news of the night is, uh, what day is it? International Women's Day. Well, Every time is. I think of that, I think of Deadpool. What happened to Deadpool? Deadpool? They're, like, uh, having sex and, like, constantly, and, like, never mind. <laughs> you don't watch, never mind. <laughs> yeah, no, I've, I've seen it, but. They, right. Every day they have, like, uh, they were doing different sex positions. And okay. International Women's Day was, uh. She may have had something on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. Right. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and there's the explicit content right there. Yeah. <laughs> well, we have to earn it every week, right? Absolutely. Uh, perfect. <laughs> so, um, yeah, big shout out to all the uh, ladies in, in the industry and everybody else out there kicking ass. Yeah, absolutely. No, you know, we we noticed, you know, everybody's uh, posting lots of pictures of uh, the female firefighters in their departments and stuff. And yeah, and um, yeah, Scott, I like how you mentioned how you guys posted uh, Carrie out swimming in her turtle gear. <laughs> so it was good, just <laughs> showing people that uh, absolutely our ladies kick ass in in our departments here. Like we have a very very strong group of uh, of women in our department. It's great. And you know what? It's it's funny. You look back at the old boys club. Mm-hmm. And I remember we had a lot of members who didn't want any women on the department. Right. And, you know, now we have a good variety of women on and they keep all these young smart asses in check, man. It's perfect. Oh, I bet. <laughs> it's like about time. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it's not the young guys. Keep the old guys in check. Right. right. Yeah. No, it's good. I love it. They, uh, mm-hmm. they kick ass. Absolutely. Perfect. Uh, well... I'm not going to read Todd's notes here, but uh, yeah, we got a bit of a, it's not sensitive, but a bit of a funny topic. Um, we've gone to a couple calls lately, and I mean just over the course, where... I think it's constantly. It's not, yeah. It's not, it just lately reminded me. Yeah, exactly. It's definitely, this week and... it's definitely happened all the time, and I'm sure everybody listening gets this as well. But... Uh, People lying to you. We yeah. don't care. Or yeah, yeah, like trying to trying to hide things downplay where it doesn't really yeah. matter. Yeah. So Scott, why don't you tell us what happened lately? So without getting into too much, um, we've been to a couple calls in the last week. Um, I'm duty officer, so I show up, and there's a few times in the last week. It's like, hey, uh, we know we put the fire out, or maybe it wasn't even a fire still; it was already out. Mm. And we're like, we're now we're investigating. Like, well, why? Why did this start? And people are like, oh, I don't know. It's like, well, what do you mean? They're like, well, I, I have no idea why this started. It's like, you know, like someone's planter was burnt. I'm like, well, what? Your planter doesn't catch on fire. It doesn't happen. <laughs> so, and then there was like, well, maybe. I'm like, well, maybe it was my neighbors let my house on fire. I'm like, what? Do your neighbors hate you? And they're like, well, no, I don't even know my neighbors. I'm like, well, that's not really. That's not really a um, an option then, <laughs> right? <laughs> I'm like, does someone smoke in your area, in your house? Oh yeah, yeah, but they don't smoke out here. I'm like, hmm, don't they? Though is it Occam's razor? That's like the most logical uh, explanation. Is usually the 
the, the right explanation. I think it's Occam, Occam's razor. I, <laughs> I sound smart by saying that. <laughs> I probably should have said I think it is. Yeah. But, you know, usually if if someone smokes and there's a fire and then you find cigarette butts, it's probably that. And they just don't yeah. understand. I think what they think is we're going to give them a ticket mm-hmm. or we're going to fine them or we're going to put them in jail or we're going to do this to them. It's like, they're yeah. going to be in trouble. Or their or insurance yeah. is going to be void or something like that. It's like, no, mm-hmm. none of that matters. We just want, we want to know why such and such started so we can figure out if it's going to continue to happen or if we've resolved mm-hmm. it now. Right. By doing what we did, will it resolve the problem? Well, like, furthermore, like you have things like arson. Yeah, so yeah. if there's random fires starting up all over town... Um, yeah. And you have no idea why. Like, oh, I don't know, maybe it was my neighbor. Maybe it was this or that. Like, oh, is, it, is this arson now? Like, is this going to be a big investigation? Or was it, ah, you know, I, I bet you it was so-and-so was out having a smoke on the deck and yeah. put his butt out in the planter. Yeah, we have, we have a duty to, you know, to protect. That's what we do. Mm-hmm. And by doing that, it's to... Um, you know, just identify the source of and find that origin of what it was. Mm-hmm. You know, we're not going to sit there and give you the 10th degree over, you know, why it started. And, you know, wow, you shouldn't be smoking. It can kill you as well. But, <laughs> you know, like, like, and like I said, we're not going to potentially be giving you tickets or anything else. But also then we need to know if there is some sort of criminality against you from somebody else, from another sure. party. You know, yeah. and that's when we work with the other agencies. Yeah. But I think a lot of it's misinformation because they, they, I believe they honestly think that their insurance rates are going to go up or something's mm-hmm. going to happen. If, yeah, something's If we happen. show up mm-hmm. or they're going to get some fine, like we're going to charge them you know, $3,000 for us showing up on scene. That's right. Mm-hmm. So that, I mean, and, and that can potentially happen if it's over and over like a nuisance call or if it's audible yeah. alarms going off, yeah. like you have an issue with your your uh, alarm company. I mean, all of these things are possible where there can be some, some, some fees. Um and actually, it, I, I'm not sure we have anything more to go on that, but we'll, we can, can keep can keep going if we want to. But we can also parlay and come back to this into another call that we had on Sunday. Right. That sure the people, we, we, we will talk talk about that afterwards, but the people have had a few alarm calls to their, their residence, and they have a business there, blah, blah, blah. And we've gone once, twice, and said, hey, like, you know, you got to figure out where your sensors are. Obviously, it's mm-hmm. tripping. If we come back for like the third time, like first time, second time, free, third time, there's yeah. a couple of trucks and a bunch of manpower. Like there is a cost to this, right? Mm-hmm. And there can be a ticket given. Well, sadly, these people ended up having a fire, which Scott will tell us about afterwards. And at some point in time, when all of the major work was done, but now it's just mop up and you got 20 people standing around, you know, drinking some water, getting caught up, you know, maybe changing out an air pack or two. And he's like, 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 what's this costing me? This is going to be insane, (laughs) right? Because he's thinking this is my number three, right? And he's like, no, no, this is what you pay your, to come your taxes for, for. Yeah. this is free and we'll be <laughs> here as long as we have to yeah. right but uh you know i think it's like you say there is some misinformation out there that yeah. you know potentially these things can start to cost money mm-hmm. um like no like this is a service that you pay into and there there is no pay per visit it's uh that's only when you do something like, like if you maliciously mm-hmm. start the fire or, yeah. or do something like you you know like a kid pulls an alarm yeah. at a school mm-hmm. if he does it once well, we'll probably bring them down here and give them give them a little lecture, That's which right. we have done in the past. Right. Bring them down here, show them the trucks, show them how many guys it takes to come on the trucks and 
and kind what of, that means for yeah. the career responding. Yeah, put a little scare into them. Mm-hmm. Maybe mm-hmm. they respect it a little bit more. Um, but if they did it again, probably they're getting a fine because mm-hmm. now it's costing time, money, yep. and energy. So for sure. Um, yeah. So yeah, I don't know why people don't want to tell us. Right, Josh? It's a, it's a weird <laughs> thing, you know. Like we see that a lot in the medical side of things too. Right? I mean, it, it's we're a lot more invasive into people's lives than yeah. right. you know they call for an ambulance, things like that. However, um, when when it's something awkward or make them feel you know embarrassed or something, then yeah, they they are not honest, and we can see that a mile. Away, you can pick it out, pick it out so easily, mm-hmm. and uh, we always have to tell the people like, look, like we're not here to judge, or you're not going to be in trouble, but we need to know the truth so we can appropriately help you. Mm-hmm. Like, I guess it gets usually involved in then something. Yeah, place other, in an orifice at the well, I, was, <laughs> I was trying to avoid that in a segue into that. <laughs> but yes, that's a, that's one of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, or other other events are like somebody will have. You know, a chest pain, or they'll have a collapse, or they'll go unresponsive, and we say, "Well, what were they doing? This happened." And you know, the room gets all awkwardly quiet. It's like, well, because they're having sex, you know, during right. It, you know, or uh, we've had the had the the hooker do a CPR on somebody because he went into cardiac arrest while banging in the car, things like that. <laughs> Anyways, um, at least she was trained with first aid. Though, yeah. It's pretty all right. <laughs> yeah, trained and gotten his wallet before everybody arrived as well. Yeah. <laughs> Allegedly. 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 <laughs> if you're out there listening. Okay. Oh, man. Anyways, that's that. That could be many other episodes. <laughs> Should it be, though? Todd's going to have his own podcast. Yeah, basically, it's, it's the same thing, though. Like, people, I don't know why they get um, afraid that, you know, we're going to be uh, judging her. Well, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> Try not to judge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but we just, uh, yeah, we're, we're there to help. We're there to provide a service, and we're professionals about it, and we want to know the cause of, yeah. you know, what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to stay away from the other conversations. <laughs> yeah, probably for the best. Um, yeah, so out of the, uh, fi- the fire that uh, mm-hmm. you mentioned. Uh, yeah. So actually right after we were done, well, not even now, right after we were done, Last week's podcast. Um, yeah. Yeah, it was like a few hours after. A few hours after. Um, got a got an early morning call. Um, so now it's it's like first it's like beginning of March. Mm-hmm. And it's in Canada. Like so actually it, the beginning of March. It was March 1. Yeah, March 1, yeah. yeah. So it wasn't... It's not warm. Like it's not grass fire season. No. And, uh, you know, Pedro goes off and I roll out of bed and I hear... And what I heard my... Stupor was garage on fire, garage fire. So I'm like, yeah, garage fire, cool. Sweet. So I get my gear, or I get my clothes on, start trucking because I'm like, this is gonna be, you know, structure fire. Yeah. Uh, I did. I grabbed my phone, but I didn't look at my because um, I could hear where the address was, so I didn't have to look at my um, I am responding. So I just threw my phone in my pocket. And then the chief comes on. He's like, Yeah, I'm gonna go investigate that. I'm like, What do you mean investigate it? It's a garage fire. What are you <laughs> investigating? <laughs> So I get to the hall, and uh, a couple of other guys are rolling in now. And I'm like, hey, garage fire. And they're like, no, no, it's a grass fire. And now I'm like, okay, that's why the chief's going to go investigate. It's March 1st. Mm-hmm. And, again, he said he were going to investigate, but we're still rolling. We're still As if it's, yeah. yeah. They're still rolling as if it's real, because uh, it could be, and in this case it was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, 
so anyway, as as we're as we're gearing up, um, you know, we're still going to have a pretty good clip. We're gearing up, putting our um, jumping the truck, and the chief comes on because one of our members went direct, and I guess he was like, "Yeah, we'll send us everything because it's a big fire, and it's right near a building now." And 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 he starts adding all like basically that. Mm-hmm. Do a second alarm because <laughs> it's pretty big, <laughs> which is crazy because it's March again. It's March first. Doesn't um, feel it like, like snowed like yeah, it snowed like last week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it dried out fast. Um, yeah, so we ripped out first truck. I actually got in the back. I wasn't I wasn't in the officer seat, so I got to ride in the back, which is always fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Except when you're the middle guy and you got nothing to do. Right. <laughs> so I shouldn't think you got nothing to do. You don't get to handle the hose. You got to. Do the leg work, yeah. <laughs> which I, I don't mind. I like doing that. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. By the time we got there, it had uh, extended in, into a structure. Um, the structure was like an old kind of barn thing, so really no, um, not a not a heavy um, um, load, not a heavy fuel load. Um, so it started going up. Um, so the guys started peeling the hose off for that, and then I'm watching uh, it spread into this field. So we're like, okay, that's next priority because now it's spreading towards other properties that are on the edge of this field. Um, so we start, I start peeling off forestry hose because we, you know, structure hose is so hard to pull through, mm-hmm. like long mm-hmm. distance. So start pulling forestry hose, knowing there's a second engine coming. So I start peeling forestry hose, putting it over my shoulder. Um, and then as I'm getting closer, I realize there's a big deer fence, like an eight foot high deer fence in the way. God, crap. And that's usually like, used to be, go get the go get the uh, snips mm-hmm. bolt cutters yeah. <laughs> bolt cutters and be like clip 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 and you know it takes it doesn't take forever but it takes a while to get a nice size hole for it's everyone pain yeah it's yeah. pain so I'm like freaking light bulb goes on I'm like oh wait man we got that sweet ass grinder we've been talking about mm-hmm. <laughs> so I run by <laughs> get the grinder <laughs> go running past the chief he's like mm. <laughs> I guess the guys when they pulled in and you know, in the second truck, the second dude, they're like they're laughing because all they see is me like up to this fence, like <laughs> sparks flying everywhere. I'm just cutting through this fence. Literally a hot knife through. Yeah. Oh yeah, I was just ripped through this fence like nothing. And then like so within a matter of seconds, this manhole or the man size hole was open, and uh, everybody started piling through there with the hoses. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we ended up. You know, it's back to that whole like we have our Cleveland roll set up forestry and you know everybody grabbed two or three over the shoulders and we just started going because by the time we got out there it was pretty windy um i think we ended up putting out like 700 feet of hose wow and just to flank it because we had you know um probably 300 and something on one side three and something on the other side so um yeah it was a uh, for may or march for me for march 1st it was yeah probably the biggest one we've had right that anyone can remember right um, this is always the the sleeper season. It seems like right, like yeah. you know, it it just dries up, snow goes away, but we have all this dead grass, you know, and it starts getting a little bit more fluffy, mm-hmm. and it's still so dry. And then and it's burn wind, season. It's Everyone's burn burning season. their old material off, and that's and what happened. These guys had a, like a burn pile going, and yeah. you know, and in the night, it, like they had it out mostly, and then in the night, the wind picked up some sparks and probably right. blew it into the field. Yeah, and, yeah. Oh, it burns quick, man. Yeah. Yeah, so it was a little bit of a surprise to have that big of a fire mm-hmm. first of March. For sure. Um, and I know you were feeling under the weather. <laughs> ah. Yeah, what a pain in the ass that was. So, <laughs> Literally. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so we had podcast that night. I go home and, all right, this is, this is fun. Going to go get myself some rest. Lay down. 
about an hour into my sleep, I get right back up. I'm like, ah, I am not feeling well. This isn't good. Hmm. And everybody knows that feeling where you're lying to yourself. Like, <laughs> I'm not going to get sick. This is going to be fine. Hmm. I'm sure I can fight it. And then you get the old <laughs> wet, wet mouth taste. You're like, you already know that you got the old saliva's building. You're like, yep. But you still try to lie to yourself. Like, I ah, know, I think I'm okay. I was not okay. <laughs> so, mosey in, take care of my business. And then, uh, yeah, as in the middle of all of this happening, in between heaves, I can hear, boo, boo. I'm like, <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> so, I, I'd say probably three quarters of the way through, uh, the call, not puking, um, <laughs> I made my way back over to the nightstand and click. Because I was so rattled and so don't just want to listen to it over it. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, I just shut it off. It was, it was a bummer, if you will. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it wasn't the COVID. Um, well, I, I don't believe it was. I phoned it, in. It tested in. I didn't know because I, I I phoned in and really, yeah, you, they were like, you are welcome to come in if you want, but you're only showing one symptom, and mm. it's yeah. I was like, oh okay. She got so, it done. Well, yeah, they're like, you know, you'd be welcome to to self-quarantine for 48. If your symptoms don't get worse or or new ones come up, Mm -hmm. you're good. So I stayed away for 48 hours and my symptoms buggered off and that was it. Todd and I are basically superhumans now, right now. Yeah, well, that's yeah, it. Yeah, we're, well, we're Todd's more than me. Yeah. You, right. got the, you got the second dose, I got <laughs> the first one. Dose. Nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The second dose of the Pfizer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're good to go. We're ready to travel the world, right, Scott? Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Come on, open up. Well, I'm pretty happy you uh, joined that that secret club. <laughs> Whenever that come, comes available. But, uh, yeah, so. Yeah. Um, you had a grass fire, too. Yeah, so same thing. It was, uh, you know, just well, a few days ago there. And, and towards the end of the day, again, you know, you hear, and it's burn season, you hear, you know, the call go out for, uh, complaint about smoke sighting, you know, and then you hear the first truck roll out and, oh yeah, it's not going to be much, you know, I'm still at work. And then uh, you hear the, you hear the instant commander say, oh, oh yeah, it's a good size fire, start up, you know, another truck with all the forester gear, mm-hmm. the bladders, like, oh shit, okay, it's got to be something. And again, we get there and it's just tinder dry, the same yep. thing. It's, uh, you don't think about it. Um, mm-hmm. at this time of the year because there's literally in those shaded areas there was just snow there last week yeah. right like it should still be wet but it's very dry with the winds we've have been having that soil dries out so fast for sure and uh, yeah it was a good size good size little fire uh, covered a fair amount of area uh, we were able to get our apparatus out there fairly quick um, as quick as we could to the area of the town it was um, and yeah then we are able to call in for a forestry and hand it off to them and off we went Nice. But, I think they were active now. Forced through this time of year. I can't remember when they when they get going. Uh, I wasn't expecting them. I, I heard our, our deputy chief call for them, um, and then I thought I kind of chuckled to myself. I was like, oh, yeah, I'll see them in three hours. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> you know, this time of the year. Uh, but yeah, they were fast. Thirty minutes later, they arrived. I guess they don't have anything much to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But they usually do start mobilizing them fairly quickly because they're usually mm-hmm. all over the place for our flood response, right? That's true. Yeah, right, yeah. sandbags and everything yeah. else, doing the other jobs. Yeah. Um, yep. And then they do these early preseason burn offs too. Right. 
Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was uh, just that time of the year, you know, yeah. off it kicked off real fast. But it's always good to have a, like a, a flake out, like a, like a shakeout call mm-hmm. to shake the cobwebs off for the year. Cause it's like, you know, like that one, even though it was like four in the morning or three in the morning, whatever it was, um, it's a little harder to shake it out when you're, uh, when it's dark. <laughs> Cause, mm-hmm. yeah. Cause you can't really see the line deployment and all that stuff. And you can't really, yeah, I'm trying to watch where guys are and you can see their helmet lights go on, but you're like, yeah. <laughs> Cause usually it's on it. Like, again, it's, it is unusual to have a grass fire that big, especially at night yeah. in March. Mm-hmm. And you're trying to like, who's over there? What's that guy doing? Yeah, it's a lot trying of, to keep accountability. It's definitely and, a lot harder to visualize, like you say, yeah. keep the accountability going when yeah. you don't know who is where. I mean, you're you're going off of, um, yeah, yeah. the little helmet lights or the lights yeah. off your your chest or whatever yeah. it is, right? So it was the same time for us too, right? Like we were an hour away uh, or less from uh, you know nightfall, mm-hmm. and then we're out there for a good yeah. part of the evening. It's, it's mm-hmm. the same thing, but again, like you just mentioned, it was uh, it was kind of perfect timing. Because we just dusted, like we've been talking about the forestry gear. Uh, our guys just this weekend were going through a forestry course yeah. as well. And, um, you know, seeing them bust out the bladder, get everything set up, get the, the pump set up, everything just ready to go. It worked out very well. There's very mm-hmm. few little hiccups along the way that were able to be corrected very fast. Nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think maybe one other interesting thing to talk about is the call we had just the other night um which i mean we're all guilty of i don't want to say call screening but calls um, aren't aren't always exactly the way that they come in um the, and not even the information given just things can escalate quickly or i mean maybe the caller who phoned it in didn't have all the info so the other night um it was again pretty the, yeah 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 over by me yeah it was uh yeah 12 30 literally i was uh, scheduled for my uh, vaccine in the morning so i was trying mm-hmm. to get like a fairly good night's sleep because i'm you know i'm reading up on the vaccine it's like yeah if you get a good night's sleep take some water you'll, you'll have less reaction i'm like oh sweet mm-hmm. um, okay, i'm okay and i sleep i am duty officer this week and you guys are all on your fr course which yeah. i guess we'll talk about a little mm-hmm. bit um so i'm, I'm like okay so me and the deputy, well, the actually deputy chief is a little ill. So I'm like mm-hmm. me and uh, one of the other captains were kind of it right yeah. now because you guys were tied into your course. So I'm like, okay, I'm gonna get some sleep. Pretty being pretty busy the last couple of days when I was on, but yep. they're all being kind of minor calls. And yeah, twelve thirty comes in as uh, someone has a campfire burning in their backyard, and it's right in town. So I'm like. <laughs> And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> so I put my clothes on, I'm like idiots. <laughs> and actually, I told the homeowners this because I knew, I knew them. Mm-hmm. Um, later, I was like, it was idiots. I'm like, yell at them. <laughs> Which I would, I don't yell at people, but I'm like, you know, I was like, <laughs> and I knew because it's like, you know, campfire, um, basically hotel and put it out. So I knew yeah. no one else is coming. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm by myself. Maybe an officer might show up just because we like to always have two officers go just for things like that. So yeah. they can't be like, well, this guy told me this. This guy swore at me. This guy, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so we always try to send two. So. Yeah, you got to protect yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And I knew we were in what area we were in. We were in our ashes and we were actually near Rob. So mm-hmm. I'm like, okay. I'm like, I'm, I'm assuming one of them is going to answer and or not answer. Just show up with me. Mm-hmm. So I'm getting my stuff on. I get in the truck, start driving. And Rob comes over the radio. And again, I'm expecting Rob to be like, hey, yeah, Scott, I'll meet you there. Rob comes over. He's like, we got a pretty big brush fire going. I'm like, what? <laughs> 
<laughs> so I, I crest the hill by my house. I'm like, holy crap. And I, so from my house, I can see it. <laughs> Which is like clear across the valley. <laughs> yeah, like across the way. I'm like, oh, that is a big fire. <laughs> yeah. Like, and it's, of course, it's middle of the night. It looks a lot bigger. Mm. So now I'm like, go back dispatch. I'm like, hey, <laughs> <laughs> you want to update this call to uh, wildfire? Because uh, I know what's going to happen. Everyone's probably looking at their phone or... What did happen, a couple of guys, you know, yep. they heard the thing and they don't want to hear me yammering to dispatch. So they probably turn their pages off and just, you know. We're going to rely off I am responding. So yeah. I was like, I needed a second call because now this is a lot, this is not what, basically what you told me it was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not, no, no, no problem with it. Like dispatch was a line to me. They, mm-hmm. they got the information they got. the info. Yeah. So yeah, sure enough. Yeah. It was, uh, it was a lot bigger than, uh, you know, we were there for. Good couple hours. Yeah, two and a half um, hours or more, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, the owners I knew, so I was joking with them. Like, yeah, I was going to come yell at you guys for having your campfire, but evidently this is a lot bigger than a campfire. Yeah. Um, on a steep hill. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of a lot of weird issues with that, with that fire. Yeah, access was... Yeah, I mean, hydrant was perfect. Literally huh. the right outside their house, so truck pulled up, <laughs> hooked up the hydrant. One leg, yeah. And one leg. Nice. <laughs> yeah, that was that was sweet. Um, no, usually on a bushfire, we do not have hydrants. <laughs> Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's that was bonus. Yeah. Um you know, still not a huge amount of manpower, but we didn't really need that much. No. But it's weird because the absence <laughs> That's because it was a campfire complaint yeah. calling at what time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I mean the second alarm definitely did get a few more guys rolling. Mm-hmm. Um Rob's voice got me going. He's like, uh yeah, this is uh, uh pretty big. <laughs> <laughs> a little higher octave. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Um, so yeah, we ended up hooking a guy like after we like, cause again, steepness, I ended up hooking, putting a guy on a rope, <laughs> hooking a guy up on a line to mm-hmm. kind of rappel down. Mm-hmm. He had the hose in it. Or I don't know if he actually ended up with the hose in his hand. And we had another guy come up a little bit more of a billy goat. He came up <laughs> with the hose yeah. and, um, they were, yeah, they were supporting each other and yep. yeah, a good two hours went by and mm-hmm. it was burning pretty deep in the ground and. Yep. Big debris pile. And, yeah. and there, that one had a lot of fuel close by and a lot of not structures really high density, but there's a lot of structures, <laughs> a lot of outbuildings, things yeah. that, that really could have caused some issues. So, yeah. um, Again, we always look at it and be like, well, this is August. This would uh, be big. <laughs> this would be a big deal. Yeah, because yeah. it would have been yeah, mm-hmm. multiple structures would have been but it was It was glowing, though, for sure. Like oh, It was yeah. pretty big. So I come out of my, my place and I started heading south. And the moment that I, like, made the little half bend yeah. and then I could see it. It was the entire sky was lit up in behind those uh, buildings. I'm like, Oh, that's cool. <laughs> Not expecting that. Yeah. I think you were just getting on scene as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it was yeah, pretty interesting. Nothing crazy, but again, um, but kind of halfway through, I'm like, I wonder if the piercing nozzle is going to work. Cause like the ground was so weird. Mm-hmm. Like it was, old shrubs and then covered over by some debris um in certain spots so it was burning under all of this debris i'm like we're gonna be here for hours and we were actually starting to erode the hillside like by all just, the water that we were putting on it with a straight mm-hmm. nozzle because mm-hmm. rob actually like just the way that like our town is a big valley and then kind of right in the middle is a like a like a hump like a smaller valley <laughs> yeah and like i live right on top of the the hump and rob lives on the back side of it so he actually, as he was responding, could see from the base of it up. So he positioned himself down there and was this kind of fire watch from the bottom, making sure no embers dropped down because there's actually a pretty big marshland when mm-hmm. it's wet season, but right now it's all dry. So like make, making sure nothing you know spread down because obviously all of your embers are going to 
roll lower. Um, so he stayed down there, and I was coming up from the top. Scott was up on the top. But, uh, yeah, it was... Uh, that that uh, Pearson nozzle ended up being, again, pretty pretty useful. Because, I mean, once they turned, turned it on, it just sunk itself straight into all of that shit. And it was, it was Yeah, because you have all effective. void spaces with those bushes. And yeah. used to be there. And, yeah, there's, like, know. bushes, and uh, there's twigs, and there's old leaves, and then there's, like, a tree stump. So, that, mm-hmm. you know, everything kind of catches the other thing on fire, and then eventually the tree stump starts burning. You're like, <laughs> yeah. And it's not really the type of uh, environment where normally if you run into a situation like that, it's like, yeah, bring in an excavator, yeah, stir it up. Yeah, you're not getting there's, back. Yeah, yeah. This mm-hmm. is, there's no way. Yeah. But yeah, that uh, I always say that piercing nozzle is like the best investment we ever made for right. a nozzle, but it's mm-hmm. also the most boring nozzle we've ever had. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's literally shove it in, turn yeah. it on. <laughs> wait. Yeah. Mm-hmm. wait I, did, I, I did up the chuckle a couple of times. I don't know who was running the bail on it. But, like, every time just before it went into the ground, they would turn it on, and Grant just kept getting hammered with it. <laughs> and I'm like, ah, oh, stop it. Ah, oh, stop it. Ah, oh, well, whatever. You guys will figure it out. <laughs> but, so that was pretty interesting, too. Yeah. Yeah, it was... Mm-hmm. Yeah, and a couple of the fire, a couple of the calls we had sounded more interesting than they were. <laughs> yeah. So it's like these weird... Mm-hmm. Yeah. But again, so that's like... Between our two departments, the third or fourth grass, grass type fire, fire yeah. evening, right, mm-hmm. or late at night, and same thing. It's just this, this that weird shoulder season where mm-hmm. you know we can really get some rockers here in, yeah. in March. Things are still dry, yeah. still. Well, that's it. So, like on one of the grass fire calls, maybe we'll talk about just you know getting some things ready for the season mm-hmm. quickly. Um, like our our bush truck didn't have water in it. Yeah. Yeah, um, we had winterize it. Yeah, yeah, the officer truck doesn't even have the tanks out of it. Cause yeah, because it drives around. And you guys usually run um, the two quick sprays in both those trucks, your bus right. truck and your mm-hmm. duty officer yeah. truck. Yeah, yeah. So both of them are set up for for uh, uh, forestry response. Uh, and yeah, the uh, tank and, and pump unit is out of the officer truck now completely because we're going to get some work done. We're going to mm-hmm. spray them box liner, blah, blah, blah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, the guys were, were prior to having to roll out to the one, they're hooking everything back up and filling it with, with water. I mean, we're still, like you say, like in, in the shade, there was snow mm-hmm. in all these places not that long ago. Even after the call today, we, we ran out and ran a call today, and when we got back, the driver was draining the pump still. I'm like, yeah. oh, man, like, I, I feel we're pretty safe, you know, even the way we are now. Like, uh, Explain to the uh, southern southern listeners and the Australians why oh, we Texas drain. might get it now. Uh, <laughs> Texas might get it, yeah. So we've got the Marshall all... Bass while we drain the pump. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> so things freeze here. <laughs> it gets really cold, and that's fine. So all of our equipment can go out, can operate in freezing temperatures. That's fine. But when water isn't flowing it can freeze quite rapidly in the lines, crack valves, crack fittings, crack lines. So we have all of our pump drains, low, low, uh, low location drains to keep all of the like standing water out of all of our piping. So when we return from any call before we leave the call, when we return from calls, we always, um, exercise all of our valves to make sure everything's still moving freely. Um, and by doing so you, charge every valve not every line but you charge every valve um and once you're done with that you open the tank drain so when we leave to go out on a call if you're not flowing water you don't have standing water in the system um so now that we are getting 
like even right now we're still at 9 30 we're sitting around zero so mm. e- even at this time with the temperature outside if we if we got into like minus two minus three that would be fine um the temperature of the truck and all that stuff it would never get cold enough to do damage yeah. but when we're minus 15 minus 20 and we do see those temperatures during the winter time here yeah. um that can cause damage really quickly so um, now that we're getting warmer weather, we're starting to get brush fires. I think this is another step that we can, we no longer have to worry about that side of it with uh, draining the, uh, yeah. the, uh, the, the Australians just look for snakes. Right. Uh, make, make sure there's no snake their trucks. Yeah, no spiders and snakes uh, in, in the hose bed. You know, it's fucked up when you gotta check the shitter before you sit down for a snake, right? Like, that's just wrong. Yeah. Like, that's just, no. Like, I'd be so gone. <laughs> no, I'll deal with a little bit of cold. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, like we have to worry about ticks. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. yeah, those ones are creepy. It's cool. I uh, watching Dennis the other day though. Uh, Dennis uh, super uh, drained the pump. Were you there when he was doing that? No, he got the air it? fitting for the. Thing oh there. yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, so we got the air fitting for our inflatable hose we use for water rescue. Yeah, attach it to the uh, truck, <laughs> ran it off the uh, line from the uh, the air off the truck, like the the. Uh, the airline from the hall. Yeah. Hooked in the air fitting, turned it on, opened the valves, and <laughs> drained all the water. It was like, it was like blowing up the sprinkler lines. Mm-hmm. It was like, well, if we want to do, uh, if we want to actually drain the truck, let's do this this way. <laughs> yeah. Like, That's pretty cool. It's like winterizing a travel yeah. trailer. Yeah, basically. That's right. Do, yeah. Yeah. So. so uh, that was when it was really cold. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was just another extra step. It was pretty cool. So. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know what else the guy could be getting ready. Get all your, I mean, you should have your, like, we've got our, chainsaws and such in our um engines for obviously Mm -hmm. um for uh like your roof venting uh structure stuff like that but we also have other saws for for uh, forestry which might not get operated as often so making sure those things are ready to rock making sure all of actually glenn today was uh he was fixing one of the uh backpack yeah, because um, blue on the other day. Because uh, O-ring the blew uh, out. O-rings blew out. So mm-hmm. uh, he came in, he was servicing that um, just after the last call that we ran today. Um, so things like that, after things sitting, this is something super simple. It's just a, a little O-ring by getting, you know, make, throwing water in them, exercising everything, making sure that they're ready for the season. This is kind of a time to think about it. The rain is hard, too, because there's no air support. Like, mm-hmm. We have no air support. Mm-hmm. Not like yeah, I don't know. I mean, yeah. I'm sure like, there's definitely no bombers. They'd be able to get something. Yeah. No, no bombers ever. Yeah. We could get a cho- uh, chopper in the bucket, yeah. Yeah. but it's going to take a bit. It's not going to be like our normal response no. that we're used to. Yeah, summertime's nice, yeah. right? But you're not going to see that now. Yeah, yeah you know, uh, the other thing that uh, reminded me if we're getting ready for this stuff is because um, we rolled out, majority of us had our, co- our forestry coveralls up because it came in for a grass fire. You know, but there's still a handful of people that just had their, their eternal gear on. Mm. And we got to start remembering that for these long events, for these grass fires, can't, can't be in the internal gear. You got to bring it because yeah. we don't know what we're going to be getting mm-hmm. into or redeploy or whatever. But like when you're on that long haul for that forest fire, you no, need, you to, can't uh, you need the coveralls. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, one, just for code, you need the long sleeves mm-hmm. um, and helmet and a few other things. But uh, yeah, you don't want to be wearing that stuff in the bunker boots. No thanks. Crawling yeah. around, you'll die. Mm-hmm. It's horrible wearing that stuff. We've all done that and come back with. Our calves are just chafed and yeah. Yeah. blistered out. Yeah, it's yeah. not very fun. Yeah, terrible. And then back into the, the boot water, right? It's another yeah. huge, Absolutely huge hydration right hydration, now. Because yeah. a few times there were some guys asking for, uh, oh, you know, the next truck that comes down, can you shuttle some water down? Mm-hmm. 
you know, so we got to start thinking about, you know, more water just on our other trucks that usually aren't our, our go-tos. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, these type of calls are generally longer, longer scenes anyway, right? Like, mm-hmm. you can have a fairly involved structure, and you're in and out in an hour and a half. Like, mm-hmm. it's, it's not a long scene from start from start to finish. You're not um, running. You're not, you're not running. Yeah. You're not going a long distance. Exactly. Like, yeah. you have your square box, and that square box is going to yeah, be your, your, your scene. Out. It's very dynamic once you start to get out to these these grass fires, brush fires, or whatever else. And then, so then, you you know, you guys have had grass fire, brush fire, structure fire, all mm-hmm. kind of mixed into one, right? Um, I mean, it's, it's definitely multi-layered mm-hmm. and much longer. So you're you're getting these, these longer, multiple-hour calls. Um, and that's where um, that water really comes in handy. Keeping yourself hydrated is going to be really key. Um, mm-hmm. I think on like on Sunday last last week, I went to bed on the level of dehydration mm-hmm. rather than <laughs> right. yeah like I and and then my my night went from bad to worse. Um, but like right now seems to be that that fall and spring are weird weathers for me personally. And mm-hmm. I don't know if anybody else is like that, but it's just a weird like I will drink a little bit more coffee, a little bit less water, and that's mm-hmm. not really what you want to be doing. You want to make sure you know, especially when we're going to be getting out. It's easy in the summertime. I'm hot. I'm going to drink water. Like, yeah. Let's keep that that uh, you know uh, liquid going in because uh, you're going to be sweat sweating it out. But now. It's not hot enough to sweat. Um, you, you get know. the old black rifle five alarm blend. Exactly, yeah. right? <laughs> so you keep pounding that stuff in. Yeah, it's great. Gives you energy for hours. But now you're dehydrated as shit, right? Because it's not really it's hydrating. It's the you. toilet. Exactly. <laughs> right? So, yeah. Yeah, definitely a really good call on the old uh, pants or boot pocket yeah. water. Yeah, that's a big one. Um, you know, because we're, we're so on the cusp of dehydration as it is, you know, just on a regular daily basis, yet alone, you know, now going out on a long scent of a fire without the proper um, hydration. Mm-hmm. And even, like, again, with, with getting ready for this, not just water, but, you know, proper nutrients, right? And sure. uh, electrolyte solutions, things like that. Like, like, have this mixed into your water. You know, yep. have have some options for you for whatever you're using the tablets or the or the powders mm-hmm. in your water bottles. Yeah, you want a good variety of that. That's like when we made those rehab kits. Remember, we had the snack bars and for sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and one thing about the rehab kits, make sure you're um, rotating through the uh, snack bars and mm-hmm. such over time because. Like sometimes you don't Find use them. Stale ones. Like three years later, you're like, oh, it's sweet granola. Nails a tooth. Yeah, these are not good. <laughs> yeah, so you do your like annual swap, right? Mm-hmm. Load them in the spring, eat, eat them in the fall. Load them in the fall. Yeah. Eat them in the spring. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. You know, they're they're pretty cheap. Yeah. <laughs> it's not going to be breaking the the old budget and. That would be terrible. Like, oh, man, thank God I got the old Nature's Valley. No, <laughs> <laughs> ah, no, I got a dental bill. <laughs> Put it in your mouth, let it try to dissolve it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The other thing, grass fire season is um, just probably doing the post um, post checks on the equipment too, right? Like, For sure. we started putting the bladder away and um, your hard suction and everything else like that. So people. You know, we everybody I was watching. Everybody kind of cleaned it really well, and then threw it back off in the corner in the in the pile where we keep it. Mm-hmm. You know, and then I saw the I, pile. <laughs> I, started, I walked over there, and it's like, well, no, it's not a pile. But we got we got the Tupperwares with forestry yeah. and other stuff, mm-hmm. and our trailer, and and oh, there's an O ring sitting on the ground. 
And there's another <laughs> O-ring hanging out of the hard section. So nobody checked the O-rings, right? Right. So just, just little stuff like that. Like when we, we have to have it ready to rock. For sure. Well, and with us, like it took quite some time because we, uh, we had, again, like 700 feet of hose out. So mm-hmm. some of that was structure, not much of it was structure line. Um, and then the first rest was forestry. Line, yeah, and the rest was forestry line. So uh, we get back in the hall. First of all, we had to clean it all. We had a blowout. We had a line blowout. Oh, you didn't tell you that? Yeah, we had a line blowout out there. So we're like, shit. So we grabbed it. We tied a knot in it because it's dark. So we tied a knot in it. And I think what happened was one of the newer guys, hey, this uh, line's got a knot in it. <laughs> and tied it, oh, threw it in the truck for cleaning. And then uh-huh. we, we get back to the hall. We're like, hey, where'd that? Because we didn't have any um, tape to tape it off mm-hmm. on, on the scene. So we're like, hey, where'd that? That line go that was tied off, they're like, no one, no one had an answer. So we had to go through all the lines again, charge it at the hall. Oh, so finally we found the one that was blown. So we tossed that. And, mm-hmm. But we, so we clean all the hose and then we had to rewrap all the Cleveland rolls. And then what we do, we don't have straps for the forestry because, uh, you know, for our main Cleveland, for our structure line, we have um, like, uh, what are those, uh, what are the straps you get? Oh, it's like, um, they're like tie straps. It's like a, a ratchet straps? strap. No, yeah, like, it's like a, a ratchet, ratchet, but it, it's just by tension. Oh, right. Yeah, like like a clip kind of thing. Yeah. So we have those for our structural line because we know if we undo it, it's going to be on a structure fire. So you're going to be able to find those straps again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but for the uh, forestry stuff, we actually just use like binder twine. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. you know, most people have uh, some sort of a blade on them to cut the binder twine off or if we tie the knot correctly. Yeah. Um, but I always just cut it because it's like... <laughs> Yeah. Should I have my seatbelt cutter on me? So I just rip, mm-hmm. like I just, I drop the thing, mm-hmm. cut the binder twine off, and then we're ready to go. And that way I'm not like worried about losing straps out in the woods. Yeah, so yeah, easy. No big deal. yeah, yeah. we just leave the twine out there. Right? Yeah. yeah. Um, Biodegradable. It looks kind of funny because it's like, it looks kind of redneck, but it's super effective because it yeah. it's fast and effective. Yeah. Like I said, it's, it's cheap. Yeah, we have yeah. like 2,000 feet of this twine. We, so yeah. every time we get back to the hall, everybody's out there rolling this hose and tying it back together. Yeah, strap. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So that was, yeah, it took us a while to get everything going and everyone's asking questions like, where's this go again? How many lines do we need here? Because like everything just got ripped off, right? So Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, and again, so we forget how many, you know, um, uh, forestry supply lines we have in, yeah. in certain. Mm-hmm. And I'm going around with water thieves trying to be like, hey, this always needs a water <laughs> thief. That one needs a water thief. Like, this needs yeah. a nozzle. That's, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I was, we've got a lot of our hose laid out in Tupperwares right now just for storage sake because it's hard. Yeah. We don't have, have our other truck yet. Yeah. Um, so we have those set up so we can throw them in any of the existing pickups and, and take out. Um, but we had our box of, of hose, a box of adapters, we had our pump, everything else going. And I'm setting it all up. I'm like, man, I got a huge Tupperware full of water thieves, but no Kano. <laughs> Like, oh, damn nice. it. Mm. <laughs> that would have made, well, it would have had um, a couple of other guys just busier on some hose rather than, yeah. than a tool, right? Yeah. Because um, as you guys know, with that Econo line, it works so well. You can get. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I use some uh, on that fire. Mm. After we kind of had it settled down, I, I grabbed one of the, our throw bags. Mm-hmm. It was a Econo line throw bags we have. Yeah. And I just clipped the throw bag to my uh, turnout gear and I walked around and then I came up, I just connected it and walked, walked out 50 feet and just deployed. Yeah, yeah. Econo is awesome. Yeah, sure. it looks like I remember when we were because for years we never really used forestry line here. Everyone was just like, mm-hmm. "Ah, it's useless. We need some power, some structure line." <laughs> and guys like, "Oh my god, it's hot! I'm so tired." <laughs> and so then it's like, "Okay, we got this for we got inch and a half forestry." And then it's like, mm-hmm. "Okay, Econo line." Yeah, Econo line super boring because it's like you're literally running a garden hose. Yeah, but it's so effective and yeah. you can just run around everywhere and 
grass fire grass fire yeah. is a big much water to put out mm-hmm. for sure yeah. like forestry guys are doing it with no water <laughs> put out fires with no water <laughs> so i think having any water would be a bonus pretty for them. Darn, pretty yeah. Darn, yeah. Darn nice yeah. yeah for sure um how's your uh first responder it's going well yeah it's so re- before this uh, do you have any other than like like basic first aid OFA one yeah that's all you have yeah, yeah. That, that's it so um yeah this is definitely a step up and that's what the majority of the people uh like Dennis has gone through some stuff before yeah, Kevin three with me yeah, yeah Kevin had a little bit uh actually Kevin had he had a fair amount I think he Kevin had, had EMR yeah like, I think yeah. so yeah yeah, so he's he he's doing pretty good, uh, but a lot of us, it's yeah, it's OFA one, <laughs> so uh, very very basic first aid, um, and uh, yeah, so we're we're halfway through now. Uh, we're gonna do it again next week, and I mean hopefully everything goes well. But our instructor's doing a really good job. Uh, Carrie actually from the department here, um, she is learning to be. She's like taking her instructor right now uh, i think this might be her final like right. final section of it so it is in her best interest that we all pass as well so <laughs> hopefully for her sake we do well and her instruction gets signed off but uh yeah they they're they're doing a really great great job it's uh it's a departure from like our regular style of learning mm-hmm. we uh, uh but it's also really really good it's yeah. Yeah, we're 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 hitting the sims really hard now, which is which is good. That's that's how we all learn. Um, so we've 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 definitely been been going pretty pretty heavy on that the last day day and a half. Uh, we have a, a little bit more book book work to do for sure, but I think all of next weekend is going to be pretty heavily uh, relying on sims Sim, and then yeah. well, and then sorry, some uh, some some sign off stuff obviously on on the Sunday. So. Hopefully by next week, um, if I'm not here, that's probably because I failed and I don't want to talk about it. So <laughs> we'll see how it goes. <laughs> You'll do fine. We believe in you. Oh, that's good. Yeah. That's a couple of you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's good to hear you guys are, are doing that now. Because, mm-hmm. um, yeah, we just we did ours uh, with a good group of guys a couple of weekends ago as well. Nice. Uh, so I think all of our guys have now actually written their licensing exam as well. Okay. Yep. So they're all done. Now it's just the logistics of actually sorting it out and eventually trans- it, yeah. transitioning into right. that active model. So how many people do you have ready to rock now, you would say? I th- think we're sitting at, I think it was a course of 12. Yeah. So that's what we're putting through like right that. now, yeah. Yep. Yeah, I can't remember exactly. Because then there's a handful of us that already have other licenses, so we're, right. we're, mm-hmm. we're okay with it. So I think yeah. in total we've got to be sitting around... 14 maybe i, I don't I think know. it's what we would be 15 yeah, 16 by yeah, the time we're done. exactly so yeah we did have another um fr training course set up for the spring here but we bumped it off till later on right um so we had some other courses come up that we wanted to do and so we have some live fire coming up in april as well so mm-hmm. yeah, i had to prioritize some of the other things for sure but yeah no, it's good and mm-hmm. yeah then trick is just the practice after right keep that's going to be the, key. the skills up yep yeah mm-hmm It'd be nice when the next group gets through, so mm-hmm. then we can, you know, switch out we'll, to we'll some extra bodies and we can put too. it into more, yeah. more of our exactly. uh, regular practices. Our scenarios can have, um, I mean, not all of them will be big, big heavy medical, but we'll, we'll definitely be able to roll into some, no, some pretty, dabble with some, some, some pretty yeah. good medical stuff, right? So yeah, because like right now when we do scenarios for like MBIs and stuff, it's mm-hmm. like we there we we just scratch the surface on the medical side. We're, for we sure. definitely mm-hmm. are heavy on the extrication. Yeah. Um, 
But obviously, there's a you know we wouldn't be extricating somebody, or we wouldn't be using the extrication tools if someone wasn't actually stuck in the car. So that's right. So, so ch- chances are there is going there are to be probably some injuries. Yeah, some pretty decent yeah. injury that's there, right? Yeah. Mm. That's it's it'll be interesting watching. Well, it, it has been because I, I keep kind of popping in and watching the guys yeah. do the thing, and yeah. Mm-hmm. It'll be uh, getting hopefully summer. We'll be maybe going live. Yeah, it's kind of Bob was was kind of hinting uh, when he was when he was with the instructor, saying like possibly summertime, like in Julyish or whatever. Yeah, yeah um, for sure by by fall. So yeah. um, we'll be going live this year, one way or the other. It sounds like so that's that's really, really really exciting. Um, we'll have by that time probably the better portion of twenty five people nice. out of the department will will be signed off on so. Uh, that'll be a really good group group of uh, guys and gals there to move forward with and yeah start 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 going live and yeah try and try and make a bit of a difference i kind of like the fact we're not uh like we're like our departments are kind of the last in the to do pretty much sure. yeah. yeah um mm. you know and it seems like from talking to a lot of the other departments they were kind of like oh you're doing first responder like you know like in the 90s they were told this mm-hmm. you're doing first responder and it was never really laid out well for them and they just kind of got like thrown into it and it's always been the way it's always been like mm. they haven't had a chance to really revamp anything yeah so some of these departments are like man it is messed up like we're getting overwhelmed with calls we're doing all this stuff and you know we don't have a good mm. pedo system like because you right. know i mean it's the same system but it's like all their members get called so i like the fact that we're we're kind of behind the times but we're also now able to see whatever the people have done wrong and we can hopefully we're building our model a lot differently we can be, yeah. yeah our mm-hmm. model can be built and when we get rolling, it's hopefully it'll roll in like, oh, it'll be more, um, it won't be as forced. It'll be more like we're ready. For sure. Yeah. And we get going. Because, yeah, it seems like a lot of these guys are forced. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they were just, they just went for it. And just a little <laughs> overwhelmed. They were really ready. Yeah. yeah. Well, I feel like, I don't know, but I feel like when a lot of those other departments started, it was, yeah, you're doing a, a mass variety of calls. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whereas now, the way the medical system is dispatched, with the MPS system, uh, it's a lot different. Like the first party agencies don't go on as many. Right. And even by saying that, depending on the community size, you can pick and choose on the priority and the urgency of the calls, which sure. we're going to do. And you guys, are yeah, gonna we're do. definitely choosing the higher priority. Um, yeah, you know. mm-hmm. yeah, like we're, we're the like the life or death time we're is going to make, make a difference. Make a difference. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, good. Yeah, like what was that scenario you're talking about? That uh, they threw you for a loop on Sunday. You were oh man, yeah, you were already was... and you were all ready to like rock it, and then so <laughs> all day we were like doing um... it's a trauma, wasn't it? Sorry, you were doing trauma all day. Yeah. yeah, so like you're all thinking you're gonna have a ma- you know major bleed. The one that we just came off of was um, the one prior to that was somebody was down. They were boating or something. They were on a boat boat launch. Um, had a major laceration on their foot um we approach seen seen safe uh got got the um got all the pertinent information uh started to like build our plan of okay this is what we're gonna do and um gus was gus was the lead yeah because we we swapped out and then, uh, so like, you know, first, first thing you're going to do is try to stop the bleed bandage. 
that doesn't work, okay? So then you layer on a second, that doesn't work, I'm already grabbing the old tourniquet, and flake, flake that out for him, strap strap that on, okay? And like, these are the kind of calls, like, we're, we're, we're bleeds, we're, we're stuff, stuff like that, trauma. So then we back out, and we talk, talk about it as a group, and there was four, three groups? Four groups. Go on. Um, and uh, so it was my my turn to uh, to be lead, and then I had Gus as, as like a, my my second, and we're kind of at this stage of the game. We're like, all right, like I don't want to say getting cocky, but we were feeling pretty all right about our plan. We're like, hey, like when yeah, well, when we walk in there, in. exactly. Wrong like we're like, hey, like this is what they've been throwing at us. Um, it's obviously going to be some 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 sort of a trauma event. It's going to be you know we're gonna you know stabilize or we're gonna have to like wound pack or it's gonna be I'm gonna some, have my some get sort of yeah like like we were like all right I'm like visualizing we're gonna get in there we're gonna blow the kid open we're gonna like just start yeah. going through the list right so we walk around the corner and here's Jason hanging from the ceiling like not actually obviously but like like he had really a, committed to his role yeah he was gonna, exactly he had the utmost faith that we were gonna pull pull our shit off here. we we have like speakers that are mounted to a bracket for sound for the TV. Um, so if we're watching um, any sort of instructional videos in there, you have audio at the back back of the class. Um, like you're explaining surround sound to people. <laughs> I don't want to be like, so when we're watching UFC in there. <laughs> um, so he threw his rescue strap around that dangled it down and then around his neck he was obviously standing on the ground but he's i walk around the corner and he's swaying back and forth and i'm like son of a fucking bitch like, <laughs> my plan is out of the window and then now one of our other teammates was the quote father so you know like you try to roll in there you're going through your hamper and making sure everything's ready to rock and uh um He's like, my fucking kid, you gotta get him down, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. I'm like, that's what you're gonna get, you're gonna get these, like, these irrational parents that are losing their mind, they're a partner, or whatever it is, but, you know, I just kind of looked at Gus, I was like, fuck, there we go. <laughs> so, I guess, all that's out, and then we had to roll into it, and yeah. um, everybody had, like, we had our game plan of what each was gonna do, and, you know, I was gonna be the lead, but I made patient con contact first. I got him up off of the rope and Gus got that down. So as I lowered him to the ground, I was kneeling right next to his chest. So right away I reached down and I'm like, do we have a pulse? And like, obviously Jay is alive. So I did have one. <laughs> but he said, nope. I'm like, well, I'm right here. So it's I the mean, best in scenarios when I have a pulse because it's easy. See exactly. You just go straight <laughs> to it, right? So yeah. it made this, the, I mean, it's not best in real life. In, yeah, in it scenarios, made it's like sweet because it was CPR. great. <laughs> so we got right into that, right? But you know, so now I'm right on the chest. I'm I'm doing it, and I just kept asking for things that 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 Gus can start start to do, and he got everything else ready. We got you know we got the BBM out, we got the AED going, and again we didn't walk in with the AED mm. um, from the truck because they didn't have them out, so they were all over on our. Um, whatever, a shuffleboard table. Right. Um, they were just all sitting there. Um, so I was like, run and grab the AED. So luckily, actually, the dad was like, where is it? And I'm like, <laughs> they're right over there. So the dad went and grabbed it. I'm like, oh, perfect. <laughs> Thank you for having one of these at your house, sir. <laughs> so we rolled through the rest of the call. And um, 
<laughs> against what I think they were supposed to do. We actually got ours back. <laughs> so that was sweet. Because nowhere on, on the list was uh, um, uh, getting any... Ross. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> we weren't getting that. Um, I don't know if it was Carrie. Yeah, Carrie was like, oh, shock, shock advised. Because um, we were having some problems with the trainers. They they would, they weren't going through the cycle. Um, so she's like, oh, shock shock advised and uh, the one thing on on that call that our team got really good marks for and i mean i gotta give uh gus a lot of a lot of credit on this one somewhere in there is like like as we're like rolling is like do you have their wallet and any sort of identification public health number so as they as like now we have got them back and ehs rolls in like yeah, this is the scene. Um, we had three no shocks. Uh, right. We got shocked on the last one. We got Rosk. We got this is the paperwork with the public health number on it. And they're like, yeah, this is a winner. This is a winner. <laughs> nice. So we gave them all of the info, and uh, it, it worked out really, really well. So that was a real test of like where we kind of felt like we were going to be cocky and have all of the info before we rolled in, and it was thrown in our ass, which is again what we see in yeah. every other call. So. And, you know, when you enter the first responder world, you know, it is, it's different, you know, like we're expecting to, you know, have that full report, you know, when if we're arriving as medics afterwards, you yeah. know, we want to have well, full report of a perfect world, but, you know, as best reported you can. Yeah. Uh, and then, of course, the next go-to is that patient identifier, right? For sure. Is to have that. Mm-hmm. And that's, and that's huge because we can find them on our system now and then find out the past mental histories, see if there's do not resuscitate orders, you know, that's find right. out all this stuff. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a it's a different mindset than where we do it now is where we just kind of roll in and we're the we're the grunts like yeah. we won't task us to go do CPR task us to do whatever yeah, we don't need to know anything just yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah we are the muscle <laughs> yeah awesome so, yeah Good yeah it's times. been uh, really really fun uh, it's def- definitely challenging but uh, yeah I look forward to next mm-hmm. next weekend the crew's doing really good we all were. Uh, well, a majority of us were pretty tired. So Dennis was there, Grant was there, I was there um, the previous night at the uh, yeah, the, the uh, campfire there. <laughs> so, <laughs> the biggest campfire ever. <laughs> yeah. At one, at one point, I mean, the old eyelids were getting pretty heavy. And I'm like, don't fall asleep. Like, you know, we're doing a little bit of death by PowerPoint at this time. And it was actually during some additional C-spine talk. And I'm like, ah, oh, yeah, no, I got it. Okay, stay awake, stay awake, yeah. <laughs> no, I look over, I'm like, Dennis, you're falling asleep. What an idiot. Oh, I'm, I'm also falling asleep. Stop it, stop it. Get, get back after it. Don't, don't be that guy. So I'm like, Dennis, stop it. <laughs> trying, trying to get his attention because he, he keeps doing the old nod. And Carrie's like, oh, man, we're all exhausted. Like, I could see it in her face. She was drained. I'm like, yeah, it was just, it was a long pull. Um, And we, they, they asked, they're like, so, do you guys want to do, like, another round of Sims, and we'll probably get out of here early, or do you want to get through whatever it was? Uh, it's going to be some pretty heavy stuff for the next hour and a bit. Uh, we'll be out of here, like, a little early, but we'll have more time for, like, hands-on stuff next mm-hmm. week. And I'm like, I would love to get through some more heavy stuff right now, because we're all here, we're focused. And about halfway through, I'm like, I deeply regret suggesting <laughs> that. <laughs> but... We're all happy that we stuck it out and made it through um, because, yeah, it sounds like next weekend is going to be uh, – we got two two sessions left, and then it's all going to be hands-on. All Sims. Uh, yeah. All Sims, and then our uh, eval. 
So sweet, awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then the trick is honestly is just keep that fresh tied into the practice, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, do it yeah. in smaller groups, and yeah, awesome. Mm-hmm. We should look into. We haven't had carry on for a while, so speaking of uh, Women's Day and such, we should uh, yeah. uh, get her back on here. And then once we get through that uh, course for the first round, I'd love to see what her take on mm-hmm. on uh, going through the whole, you know, the the whole. Um, uh, from maybe joining EHS because she was just a firefighter and then yeah, she yeah, uh, joined good. Uh, EHS and then, and then is becoming an instructor now. And then her first teachable class was actually in-house because uh, she's a second uh, to um, yeah. actually somebody that uh, was you, like, on yours. Yeah, how many years, years ago? ago? Yeah, 13 years ago. So, yeah, yeah, really, really <laughs> cool. So kind of... She's probably going to regret it. Like, fucking morons. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, no pressure at all. But... Uh, uh, yeah, all in all, really good. No, I think it's great though. Like you said before, when we were chatting, you know, like she knows your personality, she knows mm-hmm. the group. Like it's a, it's a good work environment that way. And I think for us having her there, even though like I would say Friday yeah. and Saturday of the first, like last weekend, she was like pretty quiet. She was just in there. Yeah. She was, you know, she was t- taking everything in, um, assisting a little bit. But uh, by the end of the day, Sunday, she was leading everything. Mm-hmm. So. She's kind of found a bit of her her yeah. voice, and I think I'm sure that's Good. how they they kind of structured the course, where he would come in, get all the heavy info out, and then now that we're doing some more sims, like she's very very involved, and again now that she knows us, it takes a, a little bit of that pressure off of her for the first go around, because mm-hmm. uh, she knows we're gonna give her a hard time, but she's gonna give us a hard time. Yeah. <laughs> I will say one thing, Dennis, man, what a gem. I'm pretty sure it's Dennis. Halfway through, I don't know what we were talking talking about. Something about. Right, about n- never remove an object. Right. So like you have to, yeah. you know, you have to uh, stabilize. Yeah, if he's like, yeah, you got to yeah. build up your cabin and keep keep everything safe. He says, right? I'm like, yeah, for sure. And he's like, you you never want to pull anything out. And Dennis is like, like the stick fits up your ass. Wow. It was oh no, like it was it was. <laughs> It was placed perfectly, and he laughed like it was. It was the joke, and I don't know if there was some back reference, but like some of us are like, <laughs> but he's like, ah, Dennis, eh? He looks at his name name card. He's like, ah, well, that's one one way not to get any extra marks. <laughs> but they they had a little back back and forth earlier, and it was it it was all all in really good fun, but. Uh, and he's like, yeah, you never want to pull anything out like the stick that's up your ass. <laughs> and yeah, the instructor's like, oh yeah, Dennis, yeah, you're screwed, Jeez. buddy. <laughs> so by that time, we had all gotten pretty comfortable around each other, and I mean right. that's how I feel everybody learns the best. Like when you're sitting there scared shitless of your instructor, you're not getting the best out of it. No, um, especially in like that classroom type setting, right? Yeah. Like uh-huh. there's a time and a place to have those that high stress, high fidelity sims. Like that's great. But when you're trying to learn... Yeah, in Simland, it's trying to jack it up. And, yeah. mm-hmm. Like, even when we're teaching at, like, law enforcement academies, mm-hmm. the old-school methods of screaming at the students is, like... No. Like, we still run into some instructors like that. I'm like, dude, what are you, why are you yelling at these people? Mm-hmm. Well, I would yell at them, like, and how did that go for you? Well, mm-hmm. I hated it. There you go. They're like, yeah, but they need to get yelled at, too. It's like, no, they mm-hmm. don't. They don't. It's yeah. like, nobody needs to get yelled at. Because like, honestly, no one learns that way. No. Like maybe maybe some people learn, but not, it's not the most effective way. It's not effective, yeah. 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 In the grand scheme of things, um, and like it's not because, quote, the world's going soft. The world's getting smarter in some ways as well. Like yeah. You get through better 
in a more calm, relaxed, you know, open learning environment. And then when it comes to Sims, you jack up that stress mm-hmm. and that's where you want to see the stress, right? But when it's open book and you're going through power PowerPoints and discussion, let's have discussion. <laughs> yeah. So that side of it's going really well. Yeah, it, take, it takes a little bit to build that relationship with an instructor, right? So you, exactly. you guys get more comfortable mm-hmm. and, yeah, mm-hmm. it becomes more fluid. Good. Yeah, yeah so... We'll update next next week and see how the following week goes here. But see if Ash passes. Yeah, <laughs> maybe not. It may not be on. Yeah, <laughs> it's back. <laughs> All right. So I think uh, we'll roll into whatever we we want to call the uh, ending of our podcast, where we talk mm-hmm. about uh, not shoutouts, not shoutouts. I don't know what we want support. To call I don't know what the hell these things are. Yeah. Um, they're not quite but, sponsors, but this no. is this package that Motor This is us, a legitimate sponsor type deal. quite the sponsor yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, what did they send us? Yeah, what, what do we all have there, guys? So, it looks like um, this is. At? Hang on, standby. He's so, prepared. It says right there, utility bag. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, it comes as one of their package. Their oh, kits nice. That oh. they'll uh, they'll sell the utility bag. So yeah. it's going to come with your your door jam, um, your J tool. Your pry bars, um, forcible entry wedge, the smaller wedges. And what's this one called again? This, this big guy? It's like the mega wedge or something, isn't it? Yeah. What do they call yeah, that? Yeah, definitely got a little bit of um, like weight to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's bulky. Um, it's got, uh, they gave us a yeah, few. Yeah, it's a heavy, the... heavy hitter forcible entry wedge. Yeah. yeah. Gave us a few of the uh, Lloyds. Lloyds. Every time I look at that, I just think of Lloyd now. Yeah. totally ruined it. Yeah, I know. We were downstairs reaching some doors earlier. Yeah. Which is cool. So yeah. we were already training on on those. Uh, I like really the um, this utility bag is pretty sweet because it's got the laser cut um, like Molly style stuff. So mm-hmm. you can you can attach um, other objects to it. Um, actually, this <laughs> the Lloyd. Um, See the uh, it's, this is a holster for it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also yeah. um, it's also Molly, so it, it'll attach to your bag. It'll attach to the um, to the little um, kit they sent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's this kit called? Uh, that one is their, um, oh, what the hell is it called? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's almost looks like an IFAC kit. Like, I mean, you can easily I know, use it for I always, IFAC. I always call it IFAC. I think yeah. they call it it's their vehicle kit, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, I keep calling it an IFAC. Yeah. So an IFAC is an individual first aid kit. Um, it could easily be used as that. It's also could easily be used for a, a soft entry for sure, you mm-hmm. can. Yep. Um, or any really. Yeah. yeah, it's big enough to hold all this stuff yeah. in this little thing mm-hmm. as well. I've Sweet seen patch. photos where they've. Yeah, it's got a pretty alright patch there. Oh, um, it, uh, oh, I've, I've, I've seen guys with some hair. <laughs> yeah. Like a snagger, a jet, or a wedge. Um, oh, some okay. so- soft entry. Obviously, some first aid. Like a really good person. Uh, a really good personalized kit. Um, like we were talking about having something like that in our officer's truck. Just something, something quick, quick to grab. So, mm-hmm. you know, and you can see it's like quality stuff. It's not like, um, like their their gear, their gear bags and stuff. It's not. Mm-hmm. No, this is a very well made bag. Yeah. yeah, super, super sturdy. Chill. And even this this vehicle kit of theirs, it's yeah. all the same. Like, like, and you and I, we have lots of different styles of little eye yeah. bags and kits. Yeah. And this one is a very versatile. You can use it for mm-hmm. a lot of things. Yeah. Yeah, I bought a, I bought like a my that little backpack I have. Yeah. Um, it's definitely not 
Five eleven standard, yeah. Yeah, it's not five eleven. That's not yeah, you know yeah, any of those kind of standards. Um, th- these these motor bags are though. They're nice and thick. Absolutely good material. Yeah. What else we got? We got so we got uh, two pocket organizers. Yep. We got some uh, shove blade. Uh, oh, that's as well. Cool. Right. Yeah. We got a couple of yep. those. Um, so we were talking a giveaway, but we will get into that a little later. Yeah. In a couple weeks, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, Stand by for that. Some ideas. We're, we're gonna hint at uh, angles. Yeah. Want to yeah. try this this uh, J tool as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We are. Oh yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. Yeah, double double panic doors. Yeah, sure. Front rear. Yeah. So we'll go play around with that a little bit. Yeah. So Scott's gonna hint at, or he just did, a giveaway. Um, that we so, might actually give some stuff away this time. Yeah, not, yeah, not, we're, not. we're gonna fully admit we shit shit the bed a year or two ago <laughs> on that. And we honestly yeah. can't remember who won. Yeah, so <laughs> we're sorry. That's all we can say. <laughs> we're, we're, we're in a better place now. We're uh, are we? Not really. We're yeah, we're, no, we're no we're no more responsible than we were. We're no more ago. responsible, but we're just we're gonna hold hold ourselves accountable. We're yeah. gonna make it happen. Um, we appreciate all of all of your guys' listens. Um, and we, I mean, Modus has been su- super grateful yeah. Yeah. Uh, for everybody using the discount code on their end as well. Um, so they're throwing a bunch of this stuff at us. We've actually purchased mm-hmm. out of pocket a lot of the items that you see here because not only does Modus send us stuff, we, we actually support them back by uh, sending in fully paid for orders. Uh, yep. So we, we've got quite a bit of doubles here. So we we're looking at putting putting you know a little bit of a giveaway together so so um keep listening for that keep watching our facebook for that uh i'd I'd say we are a couple weeks away from from putting something together but uh yeah that'll be exciting yeah you know this is a this is a really great little um vehicle kit Mm -hmm. this that's really good. Now that, that might actually... end up in the officer truck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't think the the vehicle kit's going to uh, be part of the deal. Yeah. <laughs> but I might actually uh, the, the the next time that we place an order with them, uh, I, I think I'm going to grab one of those for myself. I was just going to uh, mention this is a perfect thing. I'm going to. I mean, I have an IFAC size this in my in my yeah. vehicle, but I'm going to put one with some kind of smaller little. Well, yeah, that's what I mean. Like you, you, you get the wedge, you get the little pry bar, um, you know, maybe some snips. Just, mm-hmm. just some quick, some quick stuff, and then again, like you can double up a little bit of uh, first aid stuff in there. Well, my um, problem is I have all my friggin' screwdrivers and all my little like uh, multi tools and stuff sitting in the door of my truck, all loose. Right, right. <laughs> Whereas that's perfect. We got things together. Yeah. I mean, I don't need to be packing a massive soft entry kit, mm-hmm. you know, in my personal truck. But sure. uh, it'll no, front pouch for you put a notebook or a flashlight. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, but like you say, like for the duty officer trucks, you know, that's a uh, that's a really good, yeah. good sized bag to have all this kind of stuff. Absolutely. Modus. Yeah. <laughs> Modus. Yeah. Thanks, Modus. This is awesome. The, uh, awesome uh, stuff. I look forward to trying it out. Mm-hmm. So yeah, if you uh, uh, watch our, uh, if you're listening to this, we'll already have uh, a photo shared of some of the some of the gear and then more that we that we've acquired and we use. We're going to share share that tomorrow. Um, but uh, yeah, if you like anything you see there, if you like anything that you see on their website, um, you can use discount code DTFF5 for 5% off your next order through Modus. Yeah. Um, next up on the list, we have Ignition USA. Whoever. 
Ignition USA, yeah. So on the same topic of uh, soft entry tools and like this um, utility bag that Modus gave us, mm -hmm. uh, they made a great little uh, tool called the uh, Seattle Sea Rat. Um, so your passive entry, your soft entry tools, it's we like it's kind of like the Swiss Army knife we refer to of, of um, tools. It's compact. It folds up. It's uh, able to be carried in a pocket or um, just a small bag. Mm -hmm. It's got. Oh, it's got your shove knife, it's got your key blade, it's got a pry bar, it's got a wrench, auction wrench, it's got, um, oh god, what I can't remember what else, there's a couple of little items on it as well. Yeah, what else, it's got, uh, it's got a built-in pry bar, it's got the angle finder there, which yeah. is actually pretty cool, if you need everything, you just shore something up, you can figure out whatever angles you need. That's right. Um, yeah, it's definitely multi-multi-tool. So yeah, you, you really and they like made it like that. they say it's firefighter proof, right? Like they they yeah. use it, they try it, um, and every piece is replaceable. I, I keep forgetting yes. to say that, but that's really really important. So if you bend um, the shove knife portion, mm -hmm. it's replaceable. You don't have to replace the entire unit. Yeah. Uh, it pops apart easily, and you can just replace the shove knife. You can just replace. Um, that's a great point because that is a, a big seller of it. Mm -hmm. you, know, you look at any other sort of multi-tools that we kind of carry, you know, something snaps on it. That's the end of the That's line. the end of it, right? Yeah. Whereas this, you know, you can specifically order just that one blade for it yeah. and uh, repair it yourself very for easily. Sure. So that's yeah. nice. But yeah, it's uh, they're, it's fantastic. They've got some videos on online as well, Ignition USA. Um, and also on our YouTube, you can check us out. Uh, we're playing with it as well. And we promise we'll try and get some more videos with all this stuff out as well in the future. Absolutely. But, uh, yeah, check out the uh, Seattle Sea Rat from uh, Ignition USA. Mm -hmm. And um, you can go online there. It is the GTFF 2020. 2020 still works. Yeah, it's still active. So 20% off there for, uh, yeah. The Sea Rat. Ignition USA. Uh, stop the Bleed. Yeah, Stop the Bleed. Uh, free online training on stopping the bleed. <laughs> Um, yeah, three methods, uh, direct pressure as mm -hmm. Ash was just talking about, yep. um, wound packing and tourniquets. Yep. Uh, best thing, I mean, I lately actually at my other job, um, there's been some discussion cause there was a, we were talking about stop the bleed now, you know, it is, it is a certified, I mean, it's certified course. It's endorsed by the uh, college of the surgeons. It's yep. endorsed by T triple C. Mm -hmm. So it's not just some like something someone made up I mean, right. it's it's simple stuff but it's it's endorsed by these these people so mm -hmm. um if you can get you know get the get the program um become an instructor and it's, it's easy to become an instructor if you already have some medical background um right. it's, it's simple skills um i should point out the tourniquet thing um because it's it's definitely been a uh i've been listening to a lot of podcasts lately and talking to different people and um, it is a bone of contention for some people because I guess some people have been going to the tourniquet too fast. Um, you know, mm. any any injury where there's blood, people are ripping out a tourniquet, putting it in. Right. Um, tourniquet is not for that reason. It, it's that massive hemorrhage. I mean, we explained it in our YouTube video. Um, they explained it and stop the bleed. Mm. It's for that massive hemorrhage where um, the direct pressure isn't working. That's right. Um, on the law enforcement, on the law enforcement and military side of things, um, one of the reasons, like when we're teaching to the law enforcement guys, uh, the, the tourniquet is not only, uh, it's it's one of the first things we go for because it, the chances are you were just in a gunfight, and potentially the 
shooters still active. active yeah. So, I mean, one of the first things we have to show, teach them is, you, first of all, you have to win the gunfight, whether that's winning by putting the subject down or winning by um, the subject barricading himself somewhere or leaving the scene. But you still need to be... Um, the ability to move and be mobile afterwards mm-hmm. is important. So that's why the tourniquet, um, and when we teach this, it's like, yeah, you can sit there, um, you can holster your gun, sit there, put direct pressure on the one patient, but you have direct pressure on the one patient. If there's multiple injuries, you know, mm-hmm. if it's like yeah, an active shooter, you, know, you got yeah. 10 people down, well, you're stuck here now holding direct pressure on the first patient. Yeah, You need to be able to be mobile. Um, you know, and that's why we're, you know, we build these um, MCI kits. You know, 10, 12 tourniquets in, in a kit, um, you can easily put a tourniquet on someone and now leave mm-hmm. <laughs> and leave That's them right. there and go to the next person. You're not tied up. So the tourniquet ends up being like a set of hands. Yeah. Um, so I, I think it's, there's kind of a disconnect sometimes with the, um, I know recently I've been having this discussion with people because um, they were saying, well, you're just teaching, we learned this in first aid. It's like, well, you don't, this, this isn't a first aid class. This is a yeah. massive hemorrhage, emergency thing. Um mm-hmm. And especially when it comes to those active dynamic scenes where there's multiple patients, that yeah. tourniquet really is that just quick tool, put it on and carry on. I think that's a, yeah. a, a really big difference between like your industrial first aid yeah. where like somebody, one patient, where there's <laughs> one patient yeah. in a controlled environment mm-hmm. where, yeah, like we actually back to the course we just had one of the videos that they were showing was somebody, I don't know if was a leg or whatever but they they cut themselves with their skill saw so it was it was a pretty deep deep bleed and the person um that was assisting them put on a a, they went straight for the tourniquet and it was i mean the sim was about or like the the that section was about the application um like dennis is watching he's like puts his hand up he's like why don't you just put some direct pressure like that seems like that's a little bit like, come on. Like, <laughs> come on, man. <laughs> yeah. And, like, even the instructor's like, no, I know. Like, it's to show the application of the tourniquet. Right. He's like, like, that person should be back to work. Like, you could just wrap that. And he's, <laughs> he's, back, he's back on the line. <laughs> and he's like, no, like, you're absolutely true. Like, like I probably wouldn't have gone to the tourniquet. Right. This is for, like, demonstration purposes of, like, how you would go to it. And the application, and then we talked about the application of it. Um, but again, that's the difference between like an industrial incident where you yeah. have one patient, uh, a first aid attendant mm-hmm. in in yeah. that point, um, or like a paramedic or us yeah. uh, in a you know controlled environment versus when you're. Yeah. And actually, I'm curious. So, uh, with the tourniquet application in mm-hmm. the course you're taking, is is it two inches above the injury? Is that what you guys are? Learning? It is. Yeah. So. so uh, I mean, depending if it's close to the joint. So yeah, if it so, was, so if it was close to the joint, joint, it would be above the joint. Yeah. Uh, and they're they're going close uh, close to the injury, uh, so two inches or so right. ab- above the injury. If it's a amputation, kind of same same thing, yeah. like two inches above. Yeah, uh, and, and so all that is is interesting too, because when 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 I teach it to the law enforcement guys, because it's nine times of ten, it's going to be a going to be a gunshot. It's going to be mm-hmm. in a really mm-hmm. austere environment. Um, we just teach high and tight. Yeah. Um, because you're not going to be like, okay, well, okay, you're, it's two inches above and boom, boom, boom. Oh my God, we're getting shot at. <laughs> we're not in a good yeah. environment. Like, but again, it's, high it's, tight. it's super yeah. subjective, right? It's high yeah. and tight. It's, is there an exit wound as well? Like, yeah. yeah. And you know, it has, that, going you know, on. It has yeah. a bullet because we, we know if a bullet, you know, if it's, yeah, if it's a gunshot, yeah. hits the bone, could ricochet, goes anywhere. I mean, yeah. 
you, you just because it's the injury is two inches here, it's, it could be up in their pelvic girdle. That's um, right. Well, and I that mean, which you know, so that kind of came. Tourniquet's not gonna help that. Came, no. <laughs> so, in the course, we're talking about um, during the whole tourniquet thing. Brad's like, anybody here uh, watch uh, Black Hawk Down? And I'm like, fuck yeah. <laughs> right? We're like, talking about uh, Private Smith. Yeah, with the uh, from World Week, right? Yeah, so, yeah. Um, that's what we bring up now, and I bring it up all the time, and stop the bleed when I'm teaching that. Nice, right? Yeah. And yeah. he's, he, you know, again, he's like, like that. If it was an issue a little bit lower, he says that's again why, you know, you you want to get get that on there, and that's going to hopefully hold everything in place, retracts. you know, prior to mm-hmm. it, so it doesn't retract, right? Yeah. And you know, again, he's like, why do you think that this guy was, you know, reaching through this person's leg? trying to, you know, pinch off. Like, they were going to be, in essence, the tourniquet. They are the clamp that's going to stop that from bleeding. And then when they started to get rocked with all this gunfire and fucking, you know, shit going off, they were unable to get it. And what was the outcome? Obviously, the guy bled to death, right? So, um, I think that came up. So, again, like, what kind of cool course? You're like, yeah, you remember Black Black Hawk Down? It's my favorite (laughs) war movie. I'm like, it's actually one of my favorite ones, too. I love that movie. You should pull up the old yeah. wound packers we have downstairs. Yeah, right. I <laughs> should show them that. Yeah, yeah. Maybe swing on by if you're around over the yeah. weekend. Oh, you show them. Yeah, you over there. They're in the yeah. yeah. It's your baby. Yeah, you know it's, <laughs> it's super. It's super subjective, right? And that's mm-hmm. that's the important thing to to remind people. Like I said, like yeah. you know, your tourniquet in your nor- in your normal one on one setting. You know, mountain bike accident, etc. You know, yeah. whatever skill saw. Um, you know, direct pressure. You know, and even after you put a tourniquet on, you can still wound back. Like, yeah. the, like it's, it's not yeah. just like, oh, I fixed sure. it, I'm done. Yeah, that was that great video. That's that great video from uh, Mosul Medic that we show. Uh, yeah, the like, like a your treatment isn't done. Yeah. Like the wound is still a gaping wound, and you mm-hmm. still need to pack it and dress it, mm-hmm. right? So there's there's many other other adjuncts, but again, you're not doing that in that type of environment we're talking about for law enforcement, etc. Yeah. You know, whereas you know it's it's not a stable, safe environment. So I'm not going to be sitting there wound packing, you know, something. You know, while I have my gun out and I'm yeah. ready to throw a suppression fire, like yeah. there's, there's many different adjuncts here. So, well, and and then you know, people are like, well, how often does that happen? Well, the reason why Stop the Bleed was created was because after the school mm-hmm. shooting, so yeah, right, it, it was literally created for those scenes where there's mass casualties and there's uh, yeah. you know m- multiple mm-hmm. injuries. And, yeah, absolutely, absolutely, and it's created for common public to learn it and do mm-hmm. these life saving adjuncts, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. for that. For sure. Wow, that was a long one for something to lead. <laughs> yeah, we back and forth a bunch. It's almost like modus. <laughs> yeah. Almost said modus at the end there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> what is awesome. modus going to come up with a tourniquet? <laughs> right, yeah. yeah. There you go. Um, oh, stop the bleed, sorry. <laughs> yeah, stop the bleed. Uh, then we have Tanner, uh, Tanner Olson Band. Um, country music out of Western Canada, sort of Vancouver coastal region. Um yeah, they got some new music out right right now. Um, oh, you know, fingers crossed for things getting a little more open and they can get out and do some some live shows. But uh, um, yeah, if you're in the country, um, I think live shows are gonna be nuts coming up. They're it's gonna, gonna be I a gold show, man. Crazy. I'm yeah. actually I'm, <laughs> I told somebody the other day I'm contemplating like quitting my job and getting back into live. <laughs> that's what I used to do, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be so many. It's gonna be so much work. <laughs> oh yeah, it's gonna be nuts yeah. out there. Um, so yeah, hopefully for for their sake, and I mean everybody else in the uh, in the industry, like you know, those are the kind of jobs that uh, just aren't 
right now. I mean, there's there's right. there's none of that. And I mean, the tour and and the music industry, um, you know, like when when people talk about that, I got into that the other day at work actually, where somebody was like, ah, I mean, these guys are making money anyway. I'm like, like the band might That's still be able to yeah, make some money. A lot of people not for sure. Money. But there's a lot of people that aren't. And when you're a out touring, there. like when you're the guitar tech, yeah, you're not making money. When you're the mm-hmm. band guy, or you're the drum tech, you're not making mm-hmm. money. You're a lighting guy for a festival, you're not yeah. making money. Yeah, there's um, there's tons of that. Rigging, you know, I mean, yeah. the, that even comes down to like there's there's uh, local fallout with all of the mm-hmm. people that are employed by our local, um, the event center, yeah. right? Like there's uh, yeah, I mean, literally. Like I'm thinking now because years ago that's what I used to do was at work. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't have I wouldn't have a job. You'd be out of a job. Yeah, right yeah. yeah. So that'd, that'd be crazy, mm-hmm. right? So, I mean. I think everybody in this room has been, you know, obviously lucky enough that uh, this hasn't really affected our day to day lives too mm-hmm. too much, other right. than like the day to day life changes. But we're all able we're to go out and still earn a living for mm-hmm. our family, and that's great. But there's so many that aren't in the same boat, and um, you know, we're 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 definitely hoping that this this uh, coming summer, um, you know, guys like Tanner can get back out there with the band and all that stuff, and and start start doing some live shows for for you know the betterment of everybody and just live shows are awesome so um, absolutely yeah. yeah check them out on uh, facebook youtube um and uh all of the download platforms can get their music on uh would highly recommend and then yeah lastly what do we have we have us nobody me oh, the facebook mm-hmm. yeah go online uh check us out on facebook uh give us a like give us a follow um we try and share a lot of our content on there as well um we doing another tone drop anytime soon? We uh, should do we one should do tonight. More, not yeah. tonight, but no, tonight is not tonight. <laughs> we should definitely get on that again because those were actually. I was, I was going through some of our our uh, stats on our download page there, and uh, man, the old, the old tone drops got got some pretty good love, and mm. that was always pretty enjoyable. Actually, still, the the post that gets the most action that's not current is our uh, station. Yeah, street, street fire, pub fire or whatever it's called. Which was mm-hmm. crazy. We had a we had a guy that was involved in that fire. Yes, that's, that's right. right. Yeah. He reached out. He was uh, one of the patrons. He was that, trapped at the that door. Night. And he was trapped yeah. and getting yeah pinned right at the door. So that's um, crazy when you read what we yeah. said there. Yeah. Now mm-hmm. we'll have to reach out to him like we were chatting about. See if he's yeah. down to yeah. Him. He he just kind of came. He found us through because it was the anniversary a couple weeks ago. It was the, yeah the, yeah and, February and he whatever was it was looking there. for it. For some reason, he found our mm-hmm. our thing about it. Yeah, yeah. So really, really interesting. It was really cool that he reached out and he commented on the post itself, and then gave us a a personal message there, private message, whatever, and um, gave us a little bit of insight there. He was just on his way to work, so we couldn't really dive into it, but uh, gave us a, a little bit of insight to what it was like on the inside of that 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 night there. And mm-hmm. uh, I mean, obviously, we all know the outcome and. Yeah. Wasn't a good good deal, but uh, yeah, I mean, this gentleman made it, and um, yeah, it would yeah. be really good to have a chat with him. Yeah, it would. And mm-hmm. so, well, he made it, but he was in the hospital for quite some time, was, right? yeah. in a coma, drug mm-hmm. in a coma, and then, yeah, yeah. So yeah. He, he's got quite the story to share. Yeah, I bet. Yeah, we'll reach mm-hmm. out to him. Yeah. The YouTubes. Mm-hmm. Yep, we're, we'll uh, work on some more videos soon. We'll probably take some of this gear out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, we're starting to get the better approvals from uh, provincial health. We can basically, yeah. like we said, we're super. Yeah, exactly. get the mm-hmm. vaccine. You can mm-hmm. hold the camera six feet away, and yeah. absolutely. Yeah, I mean, 
we do a pretty good job here for this so if if i can sit this far away from you guys i can stand this far away with with a camera it's safe <laughs> awesome yeah i know that'd be good to get some more youtube content <laughs> out there some more videos we've talked about it a lot but we've just been you know like the rest of the world it's uh, quite challenging to produce anything right now. Do we so. have to show our vaccine cards before we film that to each other? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Only if you're filming internationally. <laughs> right. Yeah. I think that's coming. Mm -hmm. That'd be a thing. Where's your COVID card? Boom. Well, that's even like when I got my the other day, the lady's filling out and she's like, here's a COVID card. I'm like, okay. She's like, it's not a thing yet, but it probably will be. <laughs> I was like, oh. Right. Okay, she's then. like, it isn't, they haven't said you need one to travel, but. You mm -hmm. probably will need one. <laughs> Take a picture yeah, of it. was an app, too. Right yeah. Now. Well, it's it like, supposedly an app now, too. Yeah. Is it like a little Tickleberry's card? Like you got Essentially, your, like it's like a your, stamp card. Like Your first stamp, your second yeah. stamp. And... Yeah, like, yeah, it says your. Uh, it says when your first one was done. It says yeah. when your second one's done. It mm -hmm. says what um, what which one it was. Right. Like, like Pfizer or whatever. The and number then, of it. And it says what lot number it was. Oh, wow. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Fair. And with your name and signed by the nurse. Perfect. Yeah. At least that's what it is in here in BC. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, there's a few different models so far I've seen kind of scattered around uh, our province, but yeah, yeah awesome. Uh, cool. What else? So back to us. The Instagrams. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the Instagrams as well were on there, and a little bit on the TikTok. That game has been a little bit weak lately, but... Is TikTok um, still around? Yeah, it's rampant, man. It's crazy. It is? Um, oh, yeah. I mean, if you uh, still have time to waste, it's uh, it's it's happening. I am now on. I feel like I should hand it off to our. We should hand it off to our kids to run. Oh yeah, well, be, I know, right? Yeah, it'll be like Fortnite and Call of Duty. Well, we'll that's that's all it's going to be. Hmm. Well, I mean, whatever. <laughs> I feel like we should we should get our kids to give us a shout out because he's got more followers. <laughs> oh yeah, the one like one throws me in shade. He's like, yeah. He's like, how many followers you got? I'm like, I don't know, this many. He's like, that's nothing. Yeah, like, what? Well, these guys yeah. are this way. Yeah. <laughs> What is, oh, okay. It's my immunization card there. Yeah, nice. There we go. Um, um, so, yeah, TikTok. We'll, TikToks. Uh, we'll make it happen. Same thing. Once once we do some YouTube uh, videos and such, it, it'll make its way over there as well, as well of our, our other yeah. stuff there once once we're, we're we're back out filming. So, watch for that. Um, yeah, so I think that pretty much wraps it up, unless everybody else has something. I'm good. Yeah, perfect. So, yeah, let's go. Oh, I'm good. That's it. Have a good night. We're done. John, thanks everybody. Have a good night. Yeah, thanks again. Um, yeah, check in for the uh, um, the giveaway info. We'll tease on that in the coming months, weeks, whatever it be. Um, no, once you get, once you win, we'll tease on it some more. We'll tease on it some more until you forgot you won. Yeah, no, no, def, def, definitely appreciate everybody listening. We'll pick up our game for that. Um, <laughs> we promise this is gonna happen. So yeah, yeah. So as always, stay safe. Stay. Tuned. Thank you.